For much of church history, daily morning prayer services were a regular rhythm of the community's life together. Some traditions continue to keep this practice, some families still practice daily devotions together in the morning or evening. But for many of us, daily communal prayer and worship simply doesn't fit into the regular rhythms of our busy lives. I hope this podcast is able to help with that. Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer, a daily devotion practice for followers of Christ. We begin today with a call to worship out of Psalm 16. Protect me, God, because I take refuge in you. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have nothing good. Now as for the holy ones in the land, the magnificent ones that I was so happy about, let their suffering increase because they hurried after a different God. I won't participate in their blood offerings. I won't let their names cross my lips. You, Lord, are my portion, my cup. You control my destiny. The property lines have already fallen beautifully for me. Yes, I have a lovely home. I will bless the Lord who advises me. Even at night, I am instructed in the depths of my mind. I always put the Lord in front of me. I will not stumble because he is on my right side. That's why my heart celebrates and my mood is joyous. Yes, my whole body will rest in safety. Because you won't abandon my life to the grave. You won't let your faithful followers see the pit. You teach me the way of life, and your presence is total celebration. Beautiful things are always in your right hand. Each day we read from the Old Testament, New Testament epistles, and gospel. As you might expect for the season of Advent, most of these readings will have to do with waiting and expectation. I won't lie, on first listen, one may be overwhelmed by the words of judgment in today's texts. They're a stark reminder that Advent was originally practiced as a time of fasting and prayer. We're excited for Christ's arrival, but even so realize that we are not prepared. However, I think if we have the ears to listen carefully to today's text, we'll find hope in them as well. For even amidst judgment against the shortcomings of God's people, God continues to extend grace and promise for restoration. It gives me hope as I look around and see the unfaithfulness of Christians today. I don't know about you, but there are days where I feel like Christians are causing more problems than we're solving. To me, these texts speak of God's faithfulness to the righteous, even among an unrighteous people, a hope that even a small seedling of the new creation might flourish in generations to come. Our Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Amos chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. Hear this word, a funeral song, that I am lifting up against you, house of Israel. Fallen, no more to rise is virgin Israel, deserted on her land with no one to raise her up. The Lord God proclaims the city that marched out 1,000 people will have 100 left. And the city that marched out 100 will have 10 left in the house of Israel. The Lord proclaims to the house of Israel, seek me and live. But don't seek Bethel. Don't enter into Gilgal or cross to Beersheba. For Gilgal will go into exile, and Bethel will come to nothing. Seek the Lord and live, or else God might rush like a fire against the house of Joseph. The fire will burn up Bethel, but with no one to put it out. Doom to you who turn justice into poison and throw righteousness to the ground. 
The one who made the Pleiades and Orion and turns deep darkness into the morning and darkens the day into night, who summons the waters of the sea and pours them out on the surface of the earth, this one's name is the Lord, who causes destruction to flash out against the strong so that destruction comes up upon the fortress. They hate the one who judges at the city gate and they reject the one who speaks the truth. Truly, because you crush the weak and because you tax their grain, you have built houses of carved stone, but you won't live in them. You've planted planted pleasant vineyards, but you won't drink their wine. I know how many are your crimes and how numerous are your sins, afflicting the righteous, taking money on the side, turning away the poor who seek help. Therefore, the one who is wise will keep silent in that time. It is an evil time. Seek good and not evil, that you may live. And so the Lord, the God of heavenly forces, will be with you just as you have said. Hate evil, love good, and establish justice at the city gate. Perhaps the Lord of heavenly forces will be gracious to what is left of Joseph. Truly, the Lord proclaims, the God of heavenly forces, the Lord, crying will be heard in all the squares. In all the streets they will say, oh no, oh no. They will call upon the farmers to wail and those skilled in mourning to lament. In all the vineyards there will be bitter crying because I will pass through your midst, says the Lord. The epistle text for today is Jude 1 through 16. Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and brother of James. To those who are called, loved by God the Father, and kept safe by Jesus Christ. May you have more and more mercy, peace, and love. Dear friends, I wanted very much to write to you concerning the salvation we share. Instead, I must write to urge you to fight for the faith delivered once and for all to God's holy people. Godless people have slipped in among you. They turn the grace of our God into unrestrained immorality and deny our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Judgment was passed against them a long time ago. I want to remind you of something you already know very well. The Lord, who once saved a people out of Egypt, later destroyed those who didn't maintain their faith. I remind you, too, of the angels who didn't keep their position of authority, but deserted their own home. The Lord has kept them in eternal chains in the underworld until the judgment of the great day. In the same way, Sodom and Gomorrah and neighboring towns practiced immoral sexual relations and pursued other sexual urges. By undergoing the punishment of eternal fire, they serve as a warning. Yet, even knowing this, these dreamers in the same way pollute themselves, reject authority, and slander the angels. The archangel Michael, when he argued with the devil about Moses' body, did not dare charge him with slander. Instead, he said, The Lord rebuke you. But these people slander whatever they don't understand. They are destroyed by what they know instinctively as though they were irrational animals. They are damned for they follow in the footsteps of Cain. For profit, they give themselves over to Balaam's error. They are destroyed in the uprising of Korah. These people who join your love feasts are dangerous. They feast with you without reverence. They care only for themselves. They are waterless clouds carried along by the winds, fruitless autumn trees, twice dead, uprooted, wild waves of the sea foaming up their own shame, wandering stars for whom the darkness of the underworld is reserved forever. Enoch, who lived seven generations after Adam, prophesied about these people when he said, 
See, the Lord comes with his countless holy ones to execute judgment on everyone and to convict everyone about every ungodly deed they have committed in their ungodliness as well as all the harsh things that sinful ungodly people have said against him. These are fault-finding grumblers living according to their own desires. They speak arrogant words and they show partiality to people when they want a favor in return. The Gospel reading is Matthew 22, verses 1 through 14. Jesus responded by speaking again in parables. The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding party for his son. He sent his servants to call those invited to the wedding party, but they didn't want to come. Again, he sent other servants and said to them, Tell those who have been invited, Look, the meal is prepared. I've butchered the oxen and the fatted cattle. Now everything's ready. Come to the wedding party. But they paid no attention and went away, some to their fields, others to their businesses. The rest of them grabbed his servants, abused them, and killed them. The king was angry. He sent his soldiers to destroy those murderers and set their city on fire. Then he said to his servants, The wedding party is prepared, but those who were invited weren't worthy. Therefore go to the roads on the edge of town and invite everyone you find to the wedding party. Then those servants went to the roads and gathered everyone they found, both evil and good, The wedding party was full of guests. Now when the king came in and saw the guest, he spotted a man who wasn't wearing wedding clothes. He said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? But he was speechless. Then the king said to his servants, Tie his hands and feet and throw him out into the farthest darkness. People there will be weeping and grinding their teeth. For many people are invited, but few are chosen. And I'll be 
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope in God's restoration of the world. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. As we enter into prayer this morning, I invite you to add your own prayer requests wherever you may find yourself, either silently or out loud if you're comfortable doing so and in a space where that would be appropriate. Uh, Let us enter into the morning with prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. Lord, you're so good to us. Uh, Today we confess the ways in which we often fall short of your calling on our lives. Thank you that throughout history, in scripture, and today, you continue to be faithful to your servants. Lord, thank you for continuing to be faithful to your creation. Lord, help those who are suffering today. May we bring the balm of your spirit to those in need. Lord, we know you give hope in every situation. Allow us to see and share in the hope of your new creation today. Lord, help us to be witnesses to your truth. Where there is distrust and disobedience, may we sow trust and obedience. Help us to be people of hope, peace, joy, and most importantly, love, today and every day. And now let's pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with this blessing from Psalm 22. Let all those who are suffering eat 
and be full. Let all who seek the Lord praise him. I pray your hearts live forever. Every part of the earth will remember and come back to the Lord. Every family among all the nations will worship you. Because the right to rule belongs to the Lord, he rules all nations. Indeed, all the earth's powerful will worship him. All who are descending to the dust will kneel before him. My being also lives for him. Future descendants will serve him. Generations to come will be told about my Lord. They will proclaim God's righteousness to those not yet born, telling them what God has done. Go in the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ today. We'll see you here on Monday, and we'll be right back at it. Have a great weekend. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministry by visiting nampacollegechurch.com, or if you would like to join our 1045 a.m. worship service, you may join that by going to collegechurch.online.church. Today's hymn was O God, Our Help, originally by Tommy Walker and performed by Ryan Gage, Preston Free, Ashley Gage, and Toby Schmidt. It was recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's Old Testament and Psalm readings were by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Erica Vaughn. And today's gospel reading was by Scott Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created elegantly by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.